Hello everyone, we are live. I haven't gone live in a long, long time. But so today's live, um, I wanted to talk about, so you might see Doug in the background here. We're not gonna play with that right now, Doug. Doug wanted to play with this one. So in today's live, we're gonna talk about, um, basically for anyone that's struggling with social media, anyone that's struggling with video content right now, um, I've been working with a client for, I think since like right before Christmas is when we first started working together. And I wanted to share 10 tips that have been working really, really well for their business growth from like the marketing and social media aspect. Um, so my biggest tip for anyone that's just overarching big tip that for anyone that's struggling with social media right now is to streamline not only your strategies, but also to leverage technology. I think a lot of people um, are kind of afraid of this new technology of like AI and stuff like that. Um, use it, use it to your advantage. Even if you are a copywriter, start using these tools that are out there for us to use. Because what I've learned at least is you can use a lot of these tools to kind of get rid of the middleman when it comes to a lot of content creation. So for me personally, I use Jasper AI. Um, it's similar to ChatGPT, it's been around a little bit longer, but that allowed me to create like three hours worth of social media posts in no joke 30 minutes. Um, and like Metricool, which is my social media scheduler, like make sure you're using all of these different apps and stuff like that, all these different new technologies that are out there um, don't be afraid to jump on the bandwagon with them because as time goes on, um, a lot of these tools are just going to get more expensive. So it doesn't hurt to at least do a trial run of it. Um, I know a lot of times like the technology adds up pretty quickly, especially if you use like ClickFunnels um, and a lot of like these bigger name tools. But definitely jump in while you can. Jump on the bandwagon because like some people got in on the whole chat GPT thing for free. Um, and now people are paying like 20 or 30 bucks a month for it because it was so hyped up and they needed to have people pay for it. Otherwise nobody could use it. Um, so that's like my biggest like overarching tip, but I have 10 tips that I really want to dive into today. So, all right, let's see. We have a comment right here. How do I book a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you on zoom for 30 minutes? So send me, um, a DM. I think, is it Camille? Uh, I don't want to mispronounce your name, but send me a DM and we can talk about it and we can set something up from there. Okay. So if you're struggling with short form videos, here are 10 major shifts that have skyrocketed my client's engagement um, over the past 30 to I'd say like 45 days. Number one is in all of your videos, you want to keep it super concise. So you want to keep them super short, right to the point. Um, and this is for maximum engagement purposes. And when you're doing like a talking head video like that, like this, obviously it's going to be a little bit longer because I'm on live with you right now. But if you're making like a TikTok video or an Instagram reel video, I highly recommend keeping whatever you're saying to about maybe 20, 25 seconds. You go any longer than that. Um, and if it's just a talking head, like you speaking at the screen like this, you're going to lose people's engagement really quickly. Um, the whole point of people being on social media is they want that quick dopamine hit, right? So whatever you're saying, you make sure you make it sweet, short to the point, keep it within the 20, 25 second range. Um, a trick that I will not really trick, but more of like a strategy that I've used with this client is they also have a YouTube channel. 
So they basically take all of that short form video traffic. So any sort if they're talking about, let's say, um, I'm trying to think of like a really good video that they had. So she's a consignment store owner. So say she was talking about um, like pricing, like pricing inside the store. Um, she'd have like three tips for that she'd list out in 20, 25 seconds. And then after that, she'd say, if you want to learn more about this, um, check out my YouTube video for the full thing. And that's where she breaks everything down into like 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes of the entire pricing structure. Um, and then she takes that audience, leads them into their sales funnel, and that's how she makes sales for her course. So whatever you're saying, like whatever your point is for a talking head video, make sure it's nice, sweet, simple, keep it concise, 20, 25 seconds. The second thing is you need an attention grabbing intro. Um, these are gonna be the first three seconds of your video. These are what matter most. Um, and you need to grab the viewer's attention from the start with a super effective hook um, and super affecting or super effective visuals. Um, if you want hooks, I have a hundred free hooks. So send me a DM with the word hook and I will send you over all those hooks. Um, I'll send them right over to you in uh, the Instagram DMs. But you need a hook, you guys, because if you start off with like, hey guys, uh, welcome to my video. We're gonna talk about, you know, dog bones today. Oh, just pulling something random from what's right in front of me. We're just gonna talk about this today. It's, it's so boring. It's not gonna grab anyone's attention. You're not gonna have anyone watch longer than like 10 seconds of your video. So you need a good hook. If, you, if you're struggling with hooks, if you're struggling to get people's attention, send me the word hook over DM and I will send you over um, 100 hooks that I've compiled over the past two and a half years of doing this. I've created over a thousand videos at this point, you guys. So I have quite a bit of hooks that have worked for me and for a lot of my clients in the past. Number three is to incorporate music. So music can be pretty iffy, um, especially if you're a business account, because I know that there are a lot of restrictions on what music you can and can't use. Um, but if you find the right sound, it can really help engage your audience. So a perfect, a perfect example of this is trending sounds slash sounds that are super popular on the internet right now. Like think about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl just happened. So all of Rihanna's songs are like, super popular on TikTok and everyone's using like Umbrella and Disturbida and like, you know, Rude Boy, all of those songs that like haven't been used in a long time are now being used again because they're popular. They're being used in pop culture. So if the song, like the sound fits or if you can make it fit somehow, use the sound. You can also just turn the sound down to like 2% volume. So it's like you barely hear it. But if you're doing like a talking head video, so you gotta be a little creative with the sounds because the sounds definitely do help. But yeah, make sure you incorporate music in, I'd say like 80 to 85% of your videos. Um, but yeah, that can be a little bit iffy. So if you have any more questions about that, send me a DM as well, because I know that there's a lot of usage rights with music. And if you're a business account on TikTok, then things can get a little bit up in the air. Number four is to use motion graphics. Um, this is such an underrated tactic and it's worked really, really well for a few of my clients. So motion graphics are an effective way to communicate complex messages um, in a fun and engaging way. So this could be anything from having like a little 
dog emoji moving around the corner to having b-roll footage um you can you can play around with this as much as you want but having like quick little things here and there to grab the viewer's attention every once in a while um, is super, super effective. So keep that in the back of your head as well as to use motion graphics or um, like GIFs or something like, or GIFs, I don't know, how, however you pronounce it, GIF, GIF, whatever you want to say. But those are really, really um, useful inside of videos too. And I don't see a lot of people doing this, but when people do it, it tends to get a lot of engagement on their videos. Number five, is be authentic and be relatable. So I have an entire training on this actually. So um, I think we're gonna go over this at the end of, maybe the beginning of March. I think I have a schedule for the beginning of March about authenticity and purpose and that whole shebang. So make sure you keep an eye out for that on my stories. Um, also over email, I will send some information over as well with that. But Number five is to be authentic and relatable. People are drawn to authenticity, so make sure your videos feel real, they feel genuine. Um, and this comes with time because, you know, if somebody just scrolls across your, your page for the first time, they have no clue who the hell you are, right? So it's really hard to be authentic when they first see you, but you don't want to be trying to be someone else 24 seven. You don't want to be copying other people on the internet because if someone likes that one video that they scrolled on, then I'd say maybe eight out of 10 times, they'll click on your profile, they'll look at you, they'll see who you are. And this is especially true with other businesses. So if you are selling services, um, people who are interested in your services are gonna click on your profile, okay? That's just that's just nature of the game. If you're hiring someone, they're gonna look and see who you are first. So make sure that you're being your true authentic self and you're not trying to sell yourself as someone else on social media because they're gonna look through your other content, your other posts, your other videos. And if they scroll through and see that like one video you're acting like one person and another video you're acting like another, then it doesn't build that trust that you're looking for. So, it's gonna take a lot of time. Um, it's gonna take months to do, but just start building up that authenticity, start building up that relatableness online. And over time, you'll start to see like an overwhelming spike of like, I'm trying to think of like the right word, like a solid community of followers, a solid like, you know, base of people who genuinely enjoy your content and they later on become buyers and it's just it builds this awesome community so uh just left you a dm hope to talk soon take care oh my god i will make sure to check that after this live and yeah i hope we can talk soon camille um number six is to have a clear call to action so this is where i see so many business owners just slacking with their their video content you do not have a call to action at the end you know it could be as simple as follow from follow for more or um, if you want more information, give me a follow or check out the link in my bio for whatever resource. Um, you need to let viewers know that they, they need to do something after watching the video. Otherwise, you're going to lose them. They're just going to keep scrolling and they're going to be gone in the wind. You might pop up on their feed again, but if they don't know what action to take after the video to keep up that engagement, then they're gone. So make sure you have some sort of call to action. Um, you could also put this call to action inside of your caption. Um, so make it short and sweet in the caption. That way people know where to go 
during the video if they don't want to stick around for the full thing. Um, but yeah, if you don't have a call to action or what's known as a CTA, then people aren't gonna, they're not gonna know what to do. So direct them to your website, to your newsletter, to um, other social media platforms, wherever it is, you need to you need to tell people what to do because like, it's just, it's how it works. If, you, if you're not doing it, then people people are gonna get lost and you're, you're never gonna find them again. So have a, have a clear call to action. If you have any questions about that too, send me a DM because I will gladly explain more this more in depth if you're, if you're struggling with that. Um, number seven. So, all right, uh, hold on, let me take a sip of my, my tea real quick. I have a little bit of a cold, so my throat is a little like, a little sore. Um, so talking for more than like five minutes at a time kind of like irritates it. So I'm just gonna take a few sips of tea and then we'll get right back into it. Okay, I think I'm good now. Number seven is sound design. So audio cues are incredibly, incredibly effective. So think of like swooping noises during videos or like clicking noises. Um, like when certain text pops up, it's like the sound of like a typewriter. Um, or if somebody has like a, a stop, like stop and watch this video, they might have like a, a stop sign pop up with like an audio cue with that. Um, all those small little details really make a big difference when it comes to watch time and engagement and stuff like that. So if you can incorporate that somehow, if you have either a video editor or you can do it yourself, um, I know on TikTok and I think on Instagram Reels you can't really include stuff like that, but I know on CapCut um, or InShot, which are two super easy to use and free um, mobile apps that you can download on your phone, you can add in little audio cues like that. So whenever you like feel like you can incorporate something like that, definitely, definitely do it. Um, it drives a lot of engagement on videos um, because if like you're talking or something like that and you start you know, droning out and people get bored with what you're saying, a quick little audio cue will pull them back into the video. Um, and that also works with long form content as well. I want to point that out. So um, you'll see a lot of YouTubers use audio cues. So yeah, if you need more examples of that, make sure to go to YouTube and look at some like big YouTubers. They have a bunch of audio cues and it works out really, really well for their engagement. Number, num uh, number, number, number eight um, is to feature real people inside of your content. So showing real people participating in activities uh, related to your brand or to your messaging, to your business, um, is a super effective tactic right now for engaging viewers. Um, you probably heard this term thrown around a lot on uh, TikTok or on Instagram. Uh, it's called UGC, user generated content. Uh, a lot of brands are now feeding into that whole user-generated content because it features real people using their products. It's not like they're paying out influencers who um, might have used the product once or twice uh, to, you know, create a video for them. They're actually like reaching out to real people and those real people are filming videos for them. So if you are a business owner, if you're selling, let's say, oh, perfect example, if you're selling like coffee mugs or um, tea, something like that, you can hire out creators to film the content for you. And it'll look real, it'll look authentic because it's somebody who actually uses the brand showcasing the brand. Um, so if any of you who are watching right now are like 
product-based businesses or um, even service providers. You could do some UGC with service providers, but mostly product-based businesses. Um, yeah, think about UGC. If you don't want to get in front of the camera and you want to showcase your product, highly recommend um, looking into content creators um, and having real people show up in your content. Number nine, okay, number nine is actually my favorite one and I could talk about this for hours and this is another one that I have a training scheduled for and it is repurposing your content. So this is one of my areas of expertise. I uh, worked with a woman who, pretty big creator online, um, I'm not gonna say her name just because like I don't, I don't feel like doing that and I don't, I don't think that's right. But I worked with her for about a month and the entire goal of our arrangement was to figure out a system for her content because she was putting out, let's see if I can remember it properly. I think it was four TikTok videos per day, three Facebook reels, one Instagram reel, one, inst one Instagram post, four or five Instagram stories, one YouTube video a week, like she was crazy with content. It was crazy, it was so crazy. And her biggest problem was she was all over the place with it. She's like, I need someone to like help me manage this. I need someone to like, you know, do all the posting for me. And we tried doing that and it did not work. It was way too overwhelming. And I'm like, okay, we need to step back here and come up with a system, a system that's gonna work for you because it's impossible to keep up with all of this content that you're pushing out. And keep in mind, she's been posting since like 2017. So this woman had years and years and years of content that she was trying to put out on other platforms. So we came up with a repurposing strategy. So instead of her having to come up with brand new videos, video ideas to put onto Facebook Reels and YouTube Shorts and, you know, she wanted to put these videos on Twitter too. I don't see anyone putting videos on Twitter, but you know what? If she wanted that, okay, we'll go with it. Oh, she also wanted like four or five tweets per day. Yes, it was extremely draining. It was extremely, extremely draining. So like, I felt bad for this woman. I'm like, we need to figure out a system for you right now. So we came up with a repurposing system. So we literally took like, I think it was like 2000 pieces of content. We spent the entire month analyzing all of her videos, all of her past tweets, all of her content. And we came up with this incredible system. Like I, this is probably like one of the most proud projects I've ever worked on. And we turned all of her TikTok videos into Instagram reels. We came up with covers for the Instagram reels. We took the tweets, repurposed them into her Facebook page um, as like daily quotes. Um, and it was just this entire like crazy system. And it worked for her, it worked. And I was like, high five lady. Like this is incredible that we were able to do this in 30 days. But yeah, it was a lot. So if you're like on this content creation hamster wheel and you probably have seen me talk about this in a few of my other videos, like reach out to me, schedule a strategy session with me or like some sort of one-on-one -on -one because we will figure this out ASAP. It is extremely draining to keep going with content creation. Like I burned out back in, I think it was like right around Halloween. Like Halloween to New Year's, I was I was in that same boat where I didn't have a proper system for my own business at the time. And I was like, Olivia, you're literally doing this for your clients right now. You need to do it for yourself. <laughs> you can't run a business the way you're running a business right now. So if you're struggling with content creation and like 
going from like TikTok to YouTube and like Facebook and Twitter, like you can take one piece of content and turn it into like 15 other things. So yeah, reach out to me, send me the word like repurpose or something like that if you're struggling with, with content creation because we will figure something out and we will get it done within like 14 days. I can make that a guarantee for you. <laughs> All right, anyway, my last tip is just be consistent, you guys. Like consistency is key. So create a plan, stick with it. Um, and yeah, just, just stay consistent with your content. So many people give up after like 14 days, like two weeks of content creation. So you gotta, you gotta stick to it. You gotta stick to making videos. And I talked about this on a video summit that I was part of and Nin, Nin who's actually on live. I don't know if he's still on right now, but he was on before. Um, you probably heard me say this, but it took me 650 TikTok videos. 650 before I felt like I was good at making videos before I felt comfortable with my own voice because like I know I have a deeper voice for a girl and like I was super self-conscious about that when I first got started I was like this is like <laughs> this is really self-conscious for me I don't know how long it's gonna take me but I'm gonna keep pushing out videos until I get comfortable with it and it took 650 yes I did count that was almost I think it took me like 11 and a half months, almost a full year before I was like, okay, I can do this. But I was consistent with it. I was consistent with it. At first I was putting out like maybe four or five videos per day, which is crazy, which is crazy. You don't have to be doing that. But like over time I'd, I weighed it down to like one per day. Um, but it still took me that long before I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm good at doing this. And that's true with every aspect of business. So if there's one thing you take away from this that like applies to just everything in life is stay consistent and make minor tweaks. Because if you just make the next video 1% better than you did the last time, by 650, you're gonna be incredible at creating videos. And you know, I still have a ton of room for growth. You know, Mr. Beast who makes YouTube videos still has a ton of room for growth. But every time someone pushes out another piece of content or does something in their business consistently and repetitively, then it gets better. So I'll leave it with that. I hope those 10 tips helped. Um, and if you have any sort of questions, make sure to send me a DM. Um, if you want the hooks that I was talking about, send me the word hook. Um, and yeah, let's go through the comments real quick if anyone has any questions. Uh, great tips. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds extremely draining. It was extremely draining. <laughs> Do not recommend doing that, but she needed the help. <laughs> um, I'm on the opposite side like that. I sound like a kid. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I think most of us are super uh, conscious about our own voice. It's true. I think so many people, I think that's like one of the biggest things like subconsciously when I get on some client calls with people and we're talking about, so this is, these, these calls right here are people who are just getting started with social media and they're like, I'm really self-conscious. I don't have a lot of confidence on camera yet. I don't really want to put myself out there. And the more I talk with them, we start to get to the root cause of like why they actually feel about that. And the number one reason is they're afraid to put themselves out there because they don't want their friends and family to see. Number two, you guys, is the sound of their voice. It's the sound of their voice. I never would have guessed that. Like, 
I thought it was just me. I thought like I was the only one that kind of felt that way. But so many people hop on a call with me and they're like, I just don't like I keep deleting the video because it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like me. And this goes back to my point about authenticity and, you know, like I said before, I have I'm coming up with a training about this in early March with like authenticity and purpose and stuff like that. But it goes back to that whole point where it's like the reason that you don't like the sound of your own voice is because you're not showing up as yourself. You're trying to show up as someone else online. You know, I fully expected that like me as a business owner, I'm extremely chill. I will never try and be this like preppy girl, like the, the boss babe online. That's just not me. That's not me. I show up in crew neck sweatshirts, my pearl earrings and no makeup every single time I show up on camera. And when I first started, I was showing up complete opposite of that. And that's why I was so self-conscious because I wasn't showing up as me, you know? And that's what's gonna resonate with people is showing up as yourself online, being yourself on the internet. Um, and it's scary, it's, it's very scary. I'm not gonna deny that. It takes time, but having someone like a mentor or um, having a group of people online that you can like rely on and talk to about these problems is what's gonna make a massive change for you. So yeah, this, this is why I created my Facebook group, you guys, because everyone in 2023 who's a business owner right now, especially small business owners, like where you're, it's basically you and maybe a few other, other virtual assistants, you are what I like to call creatorpreneurs. You are a creative entrepreneur. And whether you like it or not, that's the reality. Like you are creating content you're posting it out there and you're also running a business. So you need to start treating it like, like that. You need to start realizing that like you have this creative aspect to yourself that you're, you're marketing yourself with and you have this whole other business side. So if you're struggling with that, make sure you join my Facebook group because like I said, I have a bunch of free trainings that are gonna be coming up um, over the next few weeks. I think I have stuff scheduled out until the beginning of April. And we're going to be talking about all this. And if you have any questions, like other people in the group are going through the same situation right now. So, um, all right, let's do another comments we have here. <laughs> Great advice. Make minor tweaks. Exactly. It's all about those minor tweaks. You can't make massive changes overnight. You can't. You can't. Not consistently, at least. You, you can make massive changes, but not with everything consistently. It's all about the little minor things that add up over time. Um, we hear our voice through a different frequency. That's why we don't like it on a recording. That's true. That's actually very true. So I saw this TikTok video and this woman, here, I'm going to put my tea down so I can demonstrate it. I really hope that doesn't fall. And she was like, I know it looks really weird, but the best way to see how you actually sound isn't to do a recording like this because um, like the phones and... Um, like how you have it placed, like right now I have it placed on top of like my windowsill, so it picks up vibrations at a different frequency, so the way that it goes into the phone is different. I'm, I'm nerding out a lot right now. But if you want to see how you actually sound, take your hands and I think you go like, go like this and put them right in front of your ears like this. And I don't know how it works, um, ask some physicist about like vibrations and frequencies and stuff. But if you put your hands like this and you talk, it's how people actually hear you. Because when you're, you hear yourself talk right now, the way that like the wavelengths go into your ears and vibrate through your eardrums don't, don't really sound 100% like you. Like you hear it more like an echoey kind of sound. So 
that's your fun fact of the day from Olivia Keller, who actually graduated with a mechanical engineering degree and took some physics classes. But yeah, you hear your, you hear your voice at a different frequency, so that's why a lot of people don't like it. Um, and then the phones pick it up at a, a different weird, at a different rate. I 100% just tried that. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that it, like it works, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I will leave it at that. I have a bunch of emails that I have to catch up on today, um, and I have a lot of work to do. I get a plan for these these trainings that I have for you guys. I'm very excited. So, if you have any other questions, um, if you want to meet with me one on one, if you know you want those hooks or anything that I talked about during this uh, this live session, send me a DM. Um, I'm a lot more active on Instagram now. Um, after I took my social media hiatus when I burned out in <laughs> Q4. So I love chatting with you guys. Thank you so much for being super engaged in the comments. And yeah, I will be back live probably. I think my plan is to do Tuesdays and Thursdays. I go live on Instagram. Um, but yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys.